Hello, and welcome to the My Chicago Podcast. I'm Carrie Rubin, your host, and I am so excited to introduce you to today's featured entrepreneur, Joe Glorioso. So I live in Ukrainian village near St. Helens, and let me tell you, Joe is pretty famous in these parts. Not only is he the man behind Joey G's Mac and Cheese at 959 Northwestern Avenue at the corner of Augusta and Western, but he's also very involved in the community at St. Helens. He's running the show at Windy City Wildcats Little League Baseball. He's involved in local politics and seems to know just about everyone from the many endeavors that keep him very busy. I knew Joe personally from when my daughter attended preschool at St. Helens, and he's also worked with my husband on a few construction permits while doing his day job at Windy City Permits. So I was always curious to learn the story behind Joey G's, given that he seemed to be a super busy guy already. In this interview, we talk about his history in the restaurant industry, why he chose mac and cheese as his featured dish, and the story around opening his restaurant and keeping it afloat during the pandemic. He's an all-around great guy and is just a pleasure to get to know and chat with. His passion and excitement for food just oozes in this conversation, and he gave me several good chuckles throughout. So I hope you enjoy this interview as much as I did. Here it is. Yeah, I've always just been really curious about um, why you started a mac and cheese restaurant. I know you you have your full-time job in the permit, uh, what is it called? The permit uh, fast tracking. But yeah. I'm curious good, why you got into the resident restaurant business. Yeah. Uh, well, my very first jobs were in the restaurant business. No kidding. Oh, yeah. I I probably worked in every restaurant in this neighborhood. No kidding. Oh, you, you know where my batting cage is for the kids? The batting Mm-mm. place on Grand Avenue? No? Mm-mm. Well, that was called Cagme's. And I washed dishes there when I was 14. I worked in the kitchen when I was 15. I think I had to take a hiatus. And uh, then I came back and I bartended. I cooked and even DJed in there. And I have so many flashbacks because, you know, I'm coaching and then I'll just stop and go, oh, that reminded me of something, you know, in this. And then there's a place on Chicago and Oakley, which was called Pepe's Hot Dogs. Mm -hmm. Now it's Fatso's, right? Yes. And I learned a real lot there. Pepe was a great mentor he was a great great teacher um and me being a, a little chatty guy would always ask a million questions and he never you know then uh where ann's bakery is now mm-hmm. there was another place called waldo's and i was like 16 years old working in there so yeah so i worked at a lot of those a lot of a lot of places in the neighborhood you know, never McDonald's because it wasn't open when I was a kid. Mm. But all the but, other ones. <laughs> well, yeah. So I loved food, the food business. And then I even, you may or may not know this, but I had a pizza parlor. Really? Yeah. I had a pizza and ice cream parlor. And you will never believe the name of this. Joey G's Pizza? How about it? <laughs> so what happened to that? Um, well, I, about eight years I had it and then I was pretty tired of 
that four to midnight shift. Mm. That would be hard. So what I did was uh, I had my first son and I wanted to be home with him in the evenings. Mm -hmm. I wound up going back to work with the city because I had worked with the city prior Mm -hmm. in my 20s, early 20s. And that was it. So I opened up Joey G's Pizza and Joey G's Pizza was uh, for about, I'd say about a good eight years. Okay. And I always loved the ice cream business too, you know, and it's always fun. Yeah. So, something about opening that that can of three gallons, of, <laughs> it didn't matter what flavor. Yeah. To get the first scoop off of the top, put a little pineapples on top, but add some whipped cream, you know. So anyway, yeah, it was kind of crazy. But then I wound up getting a divorce. And so as a divorced dad, single dad, and a baseball coach, mm-hmm. my was always filled with my son's friends and teammates. So they'd have to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But always make crazy concoctions. Well, I was always good for uh, mac and cheese with whatever's in the fridge. Mm-hmm. And the kids would love it. So I remarried and I went out to a restaurant somewhere we were. And they they had these mac and cheese concoctions. And I said to my wife, I said, man, I could do this. I'm going to open one of these. And she goes, no way. Don't do that. (laughs) I said, okay. And so um, within a month, it was still summer. And so I go to, I go to McDonald's for about the third time. They told me that their ice cream machine was broke. Oh, geez. (laughs) But it wasn't. They were cleaning it. They were leaving early. I found this out from every guided girl that worked at McDonald's. So I said, man, I'm opening an ice cream parlor. So that was okay. So I found this place that I was bugging the owner for years to let me rent this place. And she was always like, no, 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 no. So one day I see I'm dropping Luke off at school and I see all the construction going on. And I said, hey, guys, uh, is, can I talk to the landlord? Uh, they gave me his number. I called it. It so happened to be a number I had in my phone already. <laughs> From your was permit? A, yeah. And a guy I knew, he had just bought the building. Huh. And so the other lady's gone now who refused to ever rent it to me. Um, and he said, what do you want to do? I told him, ice cream parlor. Joe, the rent, whatever you want, do you know? It was like that. Mm-hmm. Just fix. So I did, and, and while I was working in there, I said, "Man, I could do something else. I want to try something else too. I want to have a food, you know." Mm-hmm. And that came to me with the when I told my wife I could do this, and she was like, "Don't even think about it." Crazy, <laughs> and now it's become what it is. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I saw you've won a few awards and expanded. So that's exciting. Yes. And I've expanded as well with all that eating. <laughs> Boy, I got to try everything, you know. Yeah. So even the stuff I don't like I that I won't eat. You want to make try. sure you have a quality product, right? Exactly. Like jalapenos. I don't like jalapenos. 
but with mac and cheese, they're pretty good. Yeah. And bacon. And, uh, so it, it really works out. It's a lot of fun. Also, it's a lot of fun. So you obviously I, still have your day job. So um, how much yeah. time are you spending in the at the oh, restaurant? I, <laughs> there I am. <laughs> There's my day job. <laughs> you need a permit. We got it. <laughs> but yeah, so um no, I'm 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 a lot of I spend a lot of time with not either either at the restaurant or working with or for the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, scheduling and inventory and ordering, um, marketing is huge. I bet. So, and with so many items on the menu, you have to monitor that so you don't keep a clunker. Which um, we really haven't had any. Pretty much, I, I've trimmed the menu down only for the sake of of size in the in the restaurant and employee being and the staff being able to remember everything, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it kind of all goes together. You know, we have an Italian beef sandwich and an Italian beef mac and cheese. Yeah. But wait till <laughs> you try my latest. What's that? I'm working on it. Meatball sliders. Ooh. I know. With mac and che- a side of mac and cheese and tater tots. Oh, wow. I know. It sounds a little People, people come in and, uh, I've got accused of being a pothead, uh, <laughs> because one guy came in reeking of, of, of weed, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, you have had to smoke pot to make this menu. <laughs> no, I'm just an eater. I put, you know, I would have had a Reese's cup before they made them anyway. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I like mixing foods and. Mac and cheese is a, a a good one to do. And then people come in and say, you know, I don't like mac and cheese, but I like this because there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. So you're the executive chef. You come up with all of the different. Oh, that's a great. Thanks. I'm <laughs> added to the resume. <laughs> executive chef. Is that what an executive chef does? I, I assume so. I don't know. I, I know close to nothing about the restaurant business other than yeah. being a patron. Yeah. My, I have some good friends that are great executive chefs. I wouldn't want to, I, I wouldn't want to embarrass myself and say I'm in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're awesome. great, but they do. Yeah. I, I, I felt um, this place was uh out of state that I went to where I said, Hey, they're snagged. They, I even joked around. I said, they snagged my idea, but, um, I kind of Chicagoized it, Mm. you know, like we do Italian beef. Mm -hmm. We, um, a great, you won't believe, I don't know if you ever had our, our Vienna hot dog. Mm -hmm. We call it Chicago hot dog, Mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. So we know hot dogs are great inside of Mac and cheese, right? Yeah. Well, this is uh, Vienna hot dog, chopped up in the in the uh, mac and cheese, and then Joe, topped so with the topped with mozzarella and provolone, mm-hmm. melted and cheddar. And then when it comes out, we top well, it with well, like well, all the well, toppings well, that you would that you would want on. And a hot dog, except relish, uh, only because everything turns green. I don't know what it is, but 
you would be surprised how awesome mustard is on a man. It's a little drizzle, but hardly ever does somebody say no mustard or no pickles. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you'll get tomatoes, fresh cut tomatoes, Mm -hmm. um, mustard, onions, chopped onions, um, sport peppers, and pickles. And it's great. You've got some very creative menu items. Yeah, it's my favorite go-to lunch mac okay i won't eat it for dinner i don't know what's wrong with that (laughs) so how has the last year been with the the pandemic well that is not uh how would i put it i would have to say number one we survived right Mm -hmm. and thank god for that but I believe the biggest the biggest part of my success at staying open has to be we were semi prepared with all those third party and delivery mm. programs. Mm-hmm. We had a small place that was set up and designed for COVID. Mm-hmm. Except nobody knew what that was. Mm-hmm. And when we moved over on Valentine's Day. The expansion was fantastic. Everything looked great. Everything was, we had every night, every night, Tuesday through Sunday for a month, tables filled, families, friends, all the people that were bugging me about, hey, man, um, I brought my basketball team to your place, but you only got two tables. (laughs) Those people all Mm -hmm. showed up. Uh, political party groups that were working in the area, um, church groups. I had a 12-member uh, book club. They brought their own wine and had wine and mac and cheese. It was just so great. And then it hit, you know. So you enjoyed a month of it, and then it all went <laughs> went down <Yeah>. to delivery. <laughs> it went to delivery and pickup, and people were scared even then. Because who knew what was up, right. you know? Some people thought it was going to be like you see in the movies. Um, people were going to just be falling in the streets. It's yeah. over. Yeah. And some, you know, did get hit. Their families got hit really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been blessed, uh, thank God. But we that that's the first part, I think, of why we were able to survive. The second part was being on the corner. Yeah. Good ability. And then the third thing, um, the fact that I am involved in so many things that I'm. You're very famous in these parts. (laughs) Well, I I don't know about famous. (laughs) I want to be humble about that part, but I I know I'm busy and I I have a lot of contacts and and I'm able to reach out. And we did a lot of cool things. You know, one night I was at the restaurant. I will say this. The only time we closed since COVID had hit was the first day that we were all worried. And then the next day was a holiday, which might have been Memorial Day, then 4th of July, Labor Day, and then the typical Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm -hmm. Other than that, for that whole year, 
We didn't close. Um, I kept my employees working. Their families were provided for uh, as best as I could. And uh, so I'm listening to my customers. And a lot of customers were doctors or first responders, you know, Hmm. um, or essential workers. And a lot of them said, we never get a hot meal at night Hmm. because here is the night shift. The night shift gets the shaft at the hospitals because there's no cafeteria open. They got to go to the vending machine, right? Mm. So I came up with an idea and called it Hot Meals for Heroes. And we were taking to St. Elizabeth, St. Mary's, uh, Norwegian American, um, Rush, and maybe even Northwestern mm-hmm. to their late night emergency crew and bringing meals and we made a little salad a little max all, all individual little bags mm-hmm. uh, bread salad and, and and a mac and they were so happy and i was so happy and proud to be able to do it yeah then friends came around and said hey i want to donate to that to keep it going and it really it really uh took off and it it was kind of scary the first time I delivered, though. I bet. <laughs> I, I thought I was like, I know you're not. You're probably definitely you're 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 you don't remember when ET came out. I, but, yeah, sure I do. Come on. <laughs> okay, well, keep eating and whatever you're doing. So, <laughs> I uh, I felt like I went. I was at uh, the ET site when the. At the mm-hmm, movie, mm-hmm. With, where everybody's in the hazmat suits and yeah, <laughs> they're tents. It's tents. The hospitals had tents outside with more tents and ambulances everywhere, and the street was barren. Uh, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is." Do I go in? I called them. You know, I said, "I got to tell you, I'm a little worried about going inside." Oh, we'll come out, no problem. After that. I, I went inside after the rest of those mm-hmm. to all deliveries, but to see their faces and they were really happy because they knew what we were really doing. It was one being very thankful that they're going to work. Cause mm-hmm. can you imagine what if they said, eh, you know what? I got a eight year old at home or mm-hmm. whatever, but they really stayed true to their mission. So it was really great. And it was nice to see their faces and they were really happy about getting some hot food too. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you still taking donations for that? Um, well, we have not done that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope we don't have to. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're always doing something different. To, like we were we were involved in um, feeding the, the, the community um, the, a couple of times, once, at, once for Thanksgiving and once for Christmas. Uh, a bunch of us restaurants chipped in. Um, Cleo's, uh, uh, who isn't even open, were using their kitchen. Um, uh, uh, Taqueria mm-hmm. uh, was uh, very involved, spearheading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I'm sending you they now. they were helping with um, putting together turkeys, hams, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. Um, uh, Naveen's, you know, Naveen, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Naveen did about a thousand pounds of potatoes. So that was really cool to be part of that too. That's awesome. 
Yeah, we did that twice, Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. Okay. So, you know, there, there are people out of work and there are people that are working and that are just, it's always good to be able to help your neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've covered quite a bit from your, your fantastic mini creations to your, your charity work. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share? Um, yeah, we're going to be doing, we're doing already microwavables. Ooh, I know. And I, I they're going to come in a bowl similar to this. Uh-huh. They're already available at, at not your grocer, but unless Joey G's is your grocer <laughs> and it could be. So we have them at the restaurant right now and, and they're going to be retailing like for eight, nine bucks, mm-hmm. but they're only five bucks right now to introductory uh, nice. offer. And those are doing pretty well. As The best one is the hangover. Selling like, like mad. So yeah, the hangover is pretty cool because I get a lot of the youngsters that walk in and say, oh man, that hangover is great. <laughs> What's in it? It's got uh, sl- fried hot dogs. So it's, first it's mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in in did I did I say it's in one of these bowls? Yeah. <laughs> all the ingredients are on the back end directions, and it's cooked in three minutes. Hot and great. But in it is mac and cheese, fried hot dogs, ground beef, jalapenos, bacon. Um, what else am I? Oh, grilled onions, grilled mushrooms, and then topped with some sriracha sauce and wow. pepper. And I guess it does the trick because I got a couple guys coming in. They bought four of them on every Friday now for about two weeks. And they said it's better than keeping the aspirin in the in the cabinet. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. But we're thinking of doing an online thing also. Mm-hmm. So, but the grocers, you know, they, they, they probably want to sell it for three bucks and want to get it for me for a dollar. So, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's an entirely different ball game. That's a, a oh. whole, whole other different layer of complexity. Yep. I'd have to call up my friend at Kasha's and say, Hey, could I rent a, could I rent your place on the night shift or something? <laughs> that would be a bad problem to have though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it sounds like you have a lot of um, friends and other business owners and entrepreneurs, but are there any in specific you'd like to nominate and have pe- have them either be on the podcast or have, make sure people patronize? Wow. I do. You, you do know I have a, a background in politics also, right? No, I didn't know that. Oh, my goodness. You're a okay. man of many talents, Joe. Well, I was the chief of staff to the alderman here for about 10 years, eight years. Okay. And I'm, I've been doing that kind of stuff. And I worked in, I worked in the sewer department. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I, I got that background. And the reason I'm telling you that is because I know that I'm going to make one good friend and I might make 30 friends really mad if I, <laughs> so I, I could send you something. Okay. With a list, sure. But, you know, um, I don't want to be the guy that won the Academy Award and forgot to thank his best friend that helped. Gotcha. Um, Understood. But there are, there are, there are so many, so many great restaurants in this neighborhood and, and for every type of red, uh, food and budget, um, and you could probably find breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 20 bucks or 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to be good. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I don't know what to say. Uh, other No, other that's, than, that's all you have to say. Is that okay? That's totally okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you for being here. I love chatting it, with you and hearing more about your business. I've been dying of curiosity since you opened it. Well, that really, wow. Well, that, that's how it came about. It was, uh, I got pissed at McDonald's probably. <laughs> and then I, uh, went on a vacation and I said, I got to Chicagoize this because they put them in, you know, they made it where you're going to sit down and really kick back and relax and eat. I said, I'm making this in a tin and people are in a hurry here. You know, mm -hmm. we're not New York. Thank God. <laughs> but we are busy. Mm -hmm. We like to take it home and, and it's great the next day cold, believe it or not. I bet. If, if you like cold pizza, do you like cold pizza? I do like cold pizza. Then our chicken bacon ranch cold might be, do you like cold pasta? Sure. Like a salad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our like chicken bacon ranch is probably the one that's most closest. If a pizza and pasta had a baby, <laughs> that's who it would be. If you ate a cold <laughs> I love that. Really good. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Joe. Hey, thank you. Joe is such a fun guy, isn't he? You can't help but like him. I'm clearly not the only one. Joe and Joey G's has been featured in a bunch of media pieces, including Windy City Live, Chicago's Best, a super fun YouTube show called Number Six with Cheese, and more. Be sure to check out the links to these features and other goodies at mychicagopodcast.com forward slash Joey dash G's or at Facebook and Instagram. You can find me at My Chicago Podcast. Oh, and don't forget to grab yourself some of Joe's famous mac and cheese at 959 Northwestern Avenue. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.